And the bike thing is always confusing. Like, he even walked in, or when I came back in, he was like, hey, James. I was like, dang, this is going to be a situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's never good when you made the sale, and then someone comes back, like when they walk in the next day, and you're like, oh. Yeah. You know. But it's just like, I, I just want, and it was more expensive. I was like, I'm literally going to give you this bike back so I can get the more expensive one. Mm -hmm. Sir, please. Yeah. Help me out. Yeah. Yeah, bike people are interesting, man. Because they're small business owners. They don't deal with a lot of other people. Like, they deal with their customers mm -hmm. and the staff that they make themselves. Mm -hmm. So, when it comes to that bullshit, like, it's not like a corporation where you can complain, you know. Right. Like, provide a complaint, and then corporate follows up on it. There's none of that. Dude. It's definitely not any of that. <laughs> like, because he works there every day. Uh-huh. And then on top of that, his receipts, like, he writes out his receipts, like... Yeah. A hand? Dog. He gonna get arthritis. I'm like, oh, uh, I can't do returns because you don't even have a machine, dog. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's probably his uh, go-to. He's like, well, I want to, but, you know, I just don't have the technology. But it's like, what? What are you going to give me back? A piece of paper? Yeah. Dude. Sad. What cracks me up the most about receipts is Giant Eagle. Because you'll get one item. Oh, they give one you... thing, and the, the receipt the, is yeah. gigantic. They get you gas deals, milk deals, mm -hmm. flour deals. It's like, man, I'll yeah, just dude. looking to pick up a little beverage. Man, you know? forget that. They're, they're doing that because they just make so much money, dog. I went to Giant Eagle and maybe got like 12 things. Mm-hmm. No, I got more than that. It was definitely more than twelve. But dude, it was a hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. and I got the same thing at all these, which is pronounced all these actually, mm -hmm. and uh, it was like fifty bucks or forty mm -hmm. bucks. No, yeah. So I'm, I'm cool. I tried the Giant Eagle because I was like, oh, they have everything, but no, I mean I'm they cool. have a better selection for sure. Yeah, but a lot of the stuff that you can get there, you can go to an Aldi's or Marks. We go to Marks here. Uh huh. Let me tell you about weed, man. Weed's been one of the craziest things throughout this whole coronavirus. The fact that it's a federal or a scheduled one federal narcotic, uh -huh. which means it has no medical medical benefits whatsoever. Uh -huh. And then for cannabis to be considered an essential business. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Like and stay open. And you go, wow. Okay. So what's going on here? Dude, I saw... A post either by day, I don't know, I can't remember who it was, but it was it was a post by like a celebrity, but like mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, Louis Chris or somebody. <laughs> Elon, Elon uh, spoke up on it. Oh yeah, yeah. that's what it was. Okay, Ludacris. Because it makes no Elon sense. <laughs> but yeah, it does. Well, it makes no sense, man. Like if if it has no medical benefits according to law, the shop shouldn't even be open in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then to call it an essential business when plenty of other businesses are weren't allowed to be open. Mm. And even to this day, in June, are still not allowed to be open. Yep. It's just ridiculous. It's, and then, uh, you know who Hassan Minaj is? Uh, he has the no. Patriot Act on Netflix. He's on like the Daily Show and stuff. Okay. Um, he was talking about how, obviously, the drug laws were enforced to put black people in jail for sure right 
And now out of all the marijuana uh, dispensary owners in the country, there's only two of them that are black and they own the same shop. What? Guess where it is. And it's not obvious. Vegas. Boston. <laughs> oh. The middle of Boston, that's Massachusetts. That's literally the total opposite. Right. Right. That's why I say it's, it's mm. not somewhere where you would expect it in Vegas or Cali or something like True. that. No. In Boston, Massachusetts, I mean, obviously, these guys have had multiple offers to get bought out. Uh-huh. And it's just, like, repulsive that people are thrown into jail for decades for this. Dude, people are currently in jail People are decades. still being arrested and put in jail for decades for it. And to not give any reparations back to the community that damaged it so greatly... Uh-huh. Is just completely irresponsible for mm-hmm. them to only own for black people own one shop in all the United States when they have put millions of people behind bars. Mm-hmm. Like at least half of the market should be ran and owned by black owners. Yeah, no, easily, I agree. easily. I, agree. I mean, but then again, and I feel as if I know a couple people, but uh, on the flip side, they don't necessarily own businesses but they are the ones that may be selling to the business mm-hmm. so like they're doing the growing on the back end so mm-hmm. it's like they're included but still i get it but it's about having ownership yeah like when we talk about it. making a difference like when when a, a lot of people would say or I, let me not put it like that when <laughs> when people maybe that are far right would say why would why would these people you know destroy the their own ta- their own towns, their own homes. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, when it comes to them burning down an auto zone or a Target, or they don't own that shit. Yeah, they don't own that shit. Dude. So it's nothing. Like, yeah, they're gonna burn it down. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, there's black people working in that Target, mm-hmm. and it's just the same thing with the marijuana industry. If it, there has to be ownership, because mm-hmm. that's the only thing that's gonna keep leveling it up. Yeah, it, you, and like your example, yeah. Black people might be growing the marijuana, but they need to get into the ownership side of things. Yeah, no, I agree. But what's super fucked up, even on top of that, is that if you have any felonies or anything on your record, including marijuana charges, Uh (laughs) then you can't be an owner of a shop. You can't have anything on your record. It doesn't make any sense. And it's like, that's that's what we're talking about, systemic racism. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that makes no sense for someone that went to jail doing the exact thing that they would be doing legally now. Yeah, literally. (laughs) You mean to tell me, just, like, imagine, like, selling some weed to somebody the day before they rule that weed is legal. Mm -hmm. And you get, I don't know, even five years, even a year. I'd be like, you, you have to be joking me. Yeah. Like... I think uh, what Elon said is, like, they should go, like, everybody that uh, got incarcerated for, like, weed charges, they should go back and review, like, each of their cases. Yeah, review the cases, and anyone can be trained, you know? I mean, it it doesn't, if people want to get out and they really loved what they were doing, then I don't see that, like, a mass amount of people rebelling against it. Mm -hmm. They'd actually probably be appreciative to come out. And have a job and have some security. Because that's what happens to a lot of people. They get out of jail, out of prison. And they don't have anything to kind of support them. Mm-hmm. And that's why they end up going back to jail. Because they can't get housing. They can't get a job. Mm-hmm. They might not have a support system where they can go crash on someone's couch. 
Or you can get it, but the options are very, very limited. So it's like <laughs> them Craigslist jobs. Dog. <laughs> it's between that and like straight to the factory. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Yeah. So yeah, you would think. I I think it might be on the way. It is on the way. I mean, I, I'm. But it's, it's just taking a long time. But even states like Ohio, like it's, you know, for any amount that any normal person would have, you'd get like a ticket now. Uh-huh. You get like a hundred dollar ticket, hundred fifty dollar mm-hmm. ticket. It wouldn't be to the point where they would incarcerate you. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it depends where you're at, man. It they call it the United States of America, but we're really like fifty different countries, just kind of. Everybody. Clooped all together. Because, <laughs> you know, you have you have places that... Uh, the whole country is just so diverse. Like right now, Seattle. You see what's going on in Seattle? Mm. Do you know what Antifa is? Uh, yes. So Antifa is kind of like the right wing has like your neo-Nazis and, and white supremacists. That's kind of like the extreme side of the right. Mm-hmm. Antifa is kind of like the extreme side of the left. Mm-hmm. Well, they have taken over parts of downtown Seattle. Like putting up barricades, <clears throat> and uh, you know, shutting it off from police. Mm-hmm. They're going into businesses and telling you know, don't pay your taxes anymore, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's getting scary, man. It's like these people are taking over a certain part of downtown, and essentially saying like they are the rule of law now. What? It's insane. I actually, and the cops aren't doing anything. Huh? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I have not heard about that at all. Yeah. Well, it, it, this is something that's kind of come up in the past few days. Okay. Um, it's the Antifa stuff's been going on, and I've learned a lot about that group, mm-hmm. you know, in the past few weeks. But it's crazy that a group can just take over a town like that. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't think that would happen in twenty twenty, especially in a big city like mm-hmm. Seattle. For sure. You know, there's a lot of tech money up there. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's a a low income area. Yeah, I figure. Like, imagine them going to a business and saying like hey you know don't do this and don't do this mm-hmm. like i figure the business owners would be like get out well like, that's what, you, what you would think but the ironic part about antifa is that they are anti-fascist uh-huh. right so but with their actions are fascist actions mm-hmm. fucking people up burning buildings on fire yeah. you know pepper spray they do all the same things so when they go into these businesses, they paint it like, yeah, they gave us permission, you know, to use this hotel or, you know, to use this grocery store or whatever. But they're really just intimidating these business well, owners, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like, shoot, that's like what, what they used to do uh, as far as like mobsters. Mm-hmm. Like you go to a, a restaurant, like a family owned restaurant or something like that. And it's like, hey, um, we run you now. Mm-hmm. So give us like property yeah like <laughs> give me a cut yeah 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 that's that's wild man i actually did not know that i didn't know that at all hmm. what was your experience like uh protesting uh it was man it was very eye-opening i'll put it like that because mm-hmm. like when it comes to me personally i was not i don't know my my family like, we feel certain ways about, like, certain topics, for mm-hmm. sure. But we were never really, like, uh, I don't know. Like, like say there's a protest, 
when we were never really like, all right, I'm going. Mm-hmm. Like I'm about to be, I'm about to be in the mix. So me going out there, and especially, I mean, I didn't go out solo, but family wise, like I, it was just me. Yeah. And um, it was, yeah, it was definitely different because, I mean, I got there and it was peaceful. Like, mm-hmm. literally the whole time. Like, of course, people were angry and, you know, throwing water bottles and stuff. All, But it was literally, I'm talking about thousands of people. Yeah. So, at first, it was eye-opening to see that, like, that many people and all the different types of people. And, like, dude, there were, like, multiple buses and trucks, like, where people were up there, like, you know, shouting out, like, with megaphones and stuff. I was like, oh, shoot okay people really like it could be a you know a little trend situation but people are actually out here because they notice what's going on mm-hmm. so like we got downtown and i mean we were do i'm not gonna lie at first i was scared because sure. like you could see like especially like being out there you know i, I felt like nervous that something would pop off mm-hmm. um but, like, even just being black in general, like, who's to say the person next to me is even there for the same cause? Like, they could just for like sure. unload and just start shooting all the black people. So, it was weird at first. And then you could see, like, up on top, like, the, the cops and stuff. You could see them, like, with snipers and, like, binoculars. So, I was like, I mean, shoot, what if they randomly just start, like, picking people off? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> dude, so my mind was racist. <laughs> <laughs> I was like kind of walking behind people and like stuff. Yeah. But uh but yeah, it was wild. And then to see like people like um we were at the Justice Center downtown and to see people like trying to break in the the uh window just to like get in there and like make a statement for that. It was wild. Like people like seeing that I was like, okay, people really are like willing to die for this mm-hmm. like they didn't care <laughs> they just didn't care right so that was there was that and then also on the flip side you could you could just see how the news was about to unfold everything mm-hmm. like literally right in front of you because like we're peaceful like i said don't you know well i wasn't throwing a water bottle but people <laughs> but people are like you know tossing them at at right. cops and then but it's all you know all peaceful like doing like not necessarily chance but like yeah um you know just like making vocal statements right and then you just see the cops leave or like part of them leave and come back in riot gear for no reason and then you see him leave again and come back in full riot gear on horses and the horses got like riot shields so it's like who like what are you preparing for right so like all that did was just make people even angrier right so they were just doing stuff on purpose like and then um we were bro so many people we were all standing like just in the street and like the big courtyard downtown or whatever and uh well um this is in cleveland this is in cleveland yeah when like this the one on saturday like the really big one and um do we're just standing there the whole time, and they're just the whole time they're just launching tear gas and, and like uh, um, uh, shoot, 
I forgot what I was going to say. Tear gas and... Uh, rubber bullets? Well, they were doing the rubber bullets, but flashbangs. That's not oh, right. okay. So, like, literally tear, tear gas and flashbangs into the crowd. For what? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like anybody was even coming up to you and punching you in the face. Yeah. Like, they're shooting. They're literally shooting that to disorient mm-hmm. people and have them, like, make, like, quick moves. Yeah. And I mean, then... There's a lot of police brutality when everyone was uh, protesting dude. police brutality. I mean, dude, I'm t- dude, I saw a post today. It was like, okay, so... You are you mean to tell me you are going to use police brutality against a police brutality protest? Right. What? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So of course, like when it comes news wise, they're like, oh, like people were raging and mm-hmm. people were looting stuff. Like nobody was breaking anything. Like those people that broke all that stuff are not from. I don't know where they're from, but they're not from Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, it's not even a Cleveland thing. And it's just, look, everywhere. They're just take, they're, yeah, I mean, across the board, they're just taking advantage of the moment. Yeah. You know. So it's, I mean, it was it was definitely wild. Like, it took me some time to, like, really kind of get into it. Right. But, um, but yeah, it, it, was, it was definitely an experience, I'll tell you that, dude. I'm sure, man. You know, I mean, it's no, no joke. I was up in Cleveland, and uh, we were, like, in Lakewood. Mm-hmm. And uh, we drove accidentally by downtown, and we had to go to the other side of Cleveland because they wouldn't let you get on or off any of the exits. Oh yeah, it was nuts. It was like they were trapping people in downtown, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's just it was like that across the board. It's like if there was protests in all fifty states, then the vast majority of those had to be peaceful oh yeah you know but on the news you're just gonna see the worst of the worst and there was a lot of that you know i mean you saw it in new york city especially you know in Asheville and uh, north carolina parts of la and cali like Mm -hmm. you really saw some like brutal force i mean even the uh older gentleman that got thrown down in buffalo um there is a girl this girl looked like she was 100 pounds and this football looking dude comes up and did you see that in new york dude and I, you know like if i came up to you and did this you yeah. know dude he did that times a thousand this chick went flying in the air and then he just keeps walking yeah dude just because she had her phone up, she, you know she said fuck you or yeah. something like that and uh I don't know if you saw it, but the New York like police chief came out and was like, "You need to stop treating us like thugs." Oh, I did see. He's that like, "Bro, did you ago. not watch the fucking footage? There is audio. This is when you know. This is how I know the NYPD is super fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the audio comes out, and you know they're on the radio going to a location, and the guys like, you know, they're the riders are heading this way. We'll meet you on this street, and mm-hmm. right off the rip." Two different officers go, shoot him, fuck him up. Yeah. And the chief gets on, don't say that over the radio. Yeah. It wasn't, that's not how we're going to handle this. It was, don't say that on the radio. Yeah, dude. Which tells you the whole culture right there. Oh, yeah. It. They weren't preparing to handle a protest. They were preparing to go to war. Oh, yeah. But then the second that you defend yourself, now you're a criminal. Even though you're running around pepper spraying people in the face that are peacefully protesting. Mm-hmm. You're shooting people with rubber bullets. You're tear gassing people for no reason. There's a girl that died in Columbus because the tear gas, uh, she had asthma, and then the tear gas got in and killed Dude. her. 
my my friend who uh who I had called um shoot who I was down in um doing the protest with mm-hmm. this past weekend in uh in well, not necessarily well one was a protest but the other one was like a candlelight visual mm-hmm. but um but yeah she was literally right in front of her cuz she went to go um she went to go help her cuz she said she was just like on the ground yeah just like sitting there and um she was like passed out or she just sitting there no she i want to say she was just like sitting there uh-huh. she said and then um one of the cops literally came up to her and pepper sprayed her in the face yeah and she died yeah like for no reason like for for dude, i mean i get it dude in minneapolis cops were uh stabbing people's tires so they couldn't leave there's video there's cops destroying an auto zone he's in all black you know, mm. has the mask and everything. Yeah. There's cops breaking all these windows. The pro- peaceful protest was like umbrella. Maybe. Yeah, he was walking around with like a, a black umbrella Maybe, too. Yeah, yeah I saw And that. the peaceful protesters surrounded them or surrounded the guy, and then they compared his photo to his police photo. And it's like, okay, so even if you peace peacefully protest, mm-hmm. in some cities they're gonna make it so it's gonna get ugly regardless. Mm? Yeah, regardless. Dude, did you see the one video? Uh, or actually, it's been so many. dude, I'm telling, I'm over here like <laughs> every morning is just like, oh, bro, oh, oh. I wake up like, I mean, I guess I'll have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot, but not to, not to be weird, but I feel like obligated to personally like interact with every black person I see. Mm. And I'm like, what's up, man? Dude. You doing all right? Like, I love you. I'm yeah. not. I'm not one of them. Yeah. Like, Dude, and that's one of the things that, like, I was going to put up a little, uh, just like a little Instagram story post. Funny. I was going to be like, <laughs> not going to lie, y'all been, y'all been really friendly with a brother recently. And I mean, you know, I get it. <laughs> Dude, like, I was going on a run mm-hmm. and then, like, my back was totally turned to this lady. But, like... I, I go to turn, finally. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, like, I swear she was, she, this was her chance, dog. Because the thing is, is, like, before I turn, I caught her, like, putting her hand down from the first wave that she did at me. <laughs> dude, so I turn around, and she's like, right, how's your day? I'm like, girl. But you know what? I love it. Yeah. And I think that's important to, to point out is that this is not a race war. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, man, when you looked around and you saw every color out there in the crowd, this is not a race war. This mm-hmm. is, it's not even a war. I don't mean like using the term war. This is just. It's more like a, I don't know. Revolution still sounds it's like. It's the next page. Yeah. And it's time to, it's been time to turn the page. Mm-hmm. It's been way overdue. But it's just, it's even, we need to even the playing field. Mm -hmm. If George Floyd and three other men murdered one person with no video, Mm -hmm. no evidence, there's a very high chance that he'd spend the rest of his life in prison. For sure. The fact that they watched that man, I don't even want to call him a man, watch that evil literally take his life, put his hand in his pockets like he was on break at his job. Mm-hmm. It, it, 
it shows that there is some of that racism still out in the world. But all in all, man, this is more of a fight of equality. Equality for everyone to live like a safe and peaceful life. Mm -hmm. And that's not going to happen when you have the, you know, imprison or uh, you have the military industrial complex that can now not only take over other countries, but now trying to take over our own, mm -hmm. you know, use the military force to what they feel like put people in place. Mm -hmm. um, and then that leads into the, the prison system. Mm -hmm. And then you talk about slave labor, you know, companies like, uh, well, I probably shouldn't say it so I don't get in trouble. There's a very <laughs> uh, popular, arguably arguably the most popular underwear brand for women. Mm -hmm. I'll let you figure that out. Yeah. Uh, they use slave labor to make their products. Mm -hmm. So how is that not slavery? To take someone, throw them in jail, and then make them work for free, and you know they're not going to get out. Mm -hmm. And then that company's just benefiting from that cheap to nothing labor. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, I saw a couple posts which I actually did not know that um, <clears throat> uh, the 13th Amendment doesn't necessarily, like, n like, fully cancel out slavery. It cancels slavery, JT, unless if you're a criminal. Yeah. That's what it yeah, states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened was... Sorry, white guys. <laughs> the white man... <laughs> <laughs> the you know the people in power at that time, which are were white people, mm -hmm. are still white people. Um, they started making laws to put black and brown people into jail, whether mm -hmm. that was drugs. Uh, the most of it was drugs. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, to think in like 2010 that a hospital could prescribe you oxycontin. Mm -hmm have no sort of plan to get you off of it mm -hmm. you could take it for years there's some people that take oxycontin for years and then our healthcare system just say okay well we're not going to prescribe it to you anymore mm -hmm. and then you're going to fault that person for being a heroin addict mm -hmm. well you just you might have fixed one problem but you created a whole other mm -hmm. and so it doesn't make sense that the healthcare system can give out heroin and they don't have to pay repercussions for it but then you're going to lock up every black and brown person that you find with drugs mm -hmm. And then, as far as the charges are astronomical. Oh, it's stupid. I mean, you would think with some of those drug cases, like, they raped, murdered, raped, murdered, 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 raped, murdered. Mm -hmm. That's when, I mean, <laughs> it's like, no, he was, the, the problem is when it comes to the drug thing, it's not a criminal issue, it's a public health issue. But we treat it like a criminal issue. Mm -hmm. But guess what people, guess what drug addicts do in jail? Drugs. Mm -hmm. Guess what they do when they get out of jail? Drugs. Mm -hmm. They never fix it. They just never get to the root of the problem. People don't do drugs because they like doing drugs. They like they do drugs to suppress. They do drugs to not deal. Mm -hmm. It's bigger than just doing doing that, you know. Because if you're worried about health, bro, they would have canceled sugar. Yeah. Coca Cola is like the most. Coca Cola like picks our president out. No. Like <laughs> sugar is just. I mean. Like what? Sure, it kills more people than police brutality, than car accidents, than I mean, it, the list goes on and on. But you'll never see a ban on that. No, nope. you know, and it's just you got to give it up to just let people make their decision. Like all this talk about defunding police, mm -hmm. the money needs to be moved around. I yeah. mean, the fact that the majority of our taxes go to the military, and you know, you have uh, the education system has been 
defunded. The healthcare system has been defunded. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why defunding some of the police and putting that back in the community would be such a terrible idea. I mean, I want to say Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. T- had uh, Minneapolis about doing it. or Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have to. And well, actually, did you see Jersey? There's a place in or a city in Jersey that did it in 13. It their crime was so out of control mm-hmm. that they got rid of the police force and then rebuilt it from the ground up. What really has to happen is the police force has to be a reflection of the community. Mm-hmm. So if you're in if you're policing a predominantly African American community, your entire police staff should not be white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you have one white guy, it's almost worse. Yeah. <laughs> we we got one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, George. I, he's like, hello. Hi. I'm George, and I was told to talk like this. Dang. It's like no, man. Like it. Police shouldn't be there to force things. They're there just to make sure everyone's safe. Mm-hmm. And if you're not causing physical harm, there's just not much more outside of that yeah. to police. But the thing is, is like it's a business. They, yeah, and when they get sworn in, I mean, they get sworn mm-hmm. in to enforce law. And so, mm-hmm. like, I get it. I, I get it as far as, like, what they are doing. Like, they figure... I don't know. They figure that they are enforcing law. But honestly, me personally, I think that it is like the police, like being in the police force is a form of like brainwash. Because for sure, man. You at least currently, because you have to enforce the law cool, but like they are low on the totem pole. Like there's tribalism. Yeah, there's people up there like literally saying, like, do this. I don't care. Yeah, dude. How it happens. That's what I'm talking about is evening the playing field. If George Floyd and his friends went and murdered someone, he'd go to jail with no evidence whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yet there will be video evidence of a cop murdering someone. Video and they evidence. get off. Dude. Or, or, if, or so, so say they get off mm-hmm. and they get fired from the police department. Mm-hmm. In a year, they're working at another. It's like the Catholic Church. Like when one, one priest rapes, they just move them to another church. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they don't like take care of the problem. They just move them somewhere like, else. Yeah, you gotta go. And he's like, "Oh, you did it. Okay, now you gotta go somewhere else." Right. It's just, it's crazy, dude. It's like that's why things don't get fixed because mm-hmm. instead of, I mean, even the, the person that murdered uh, George Floyd. I mean, he had a rap sheet. Mm-hmm. He, that was not his first time yeah, he had, in like, that type of situation at all. Dude, I I want to say. He had like six offenses. Oh, yeah. He had like five or six offenses. Yeah. And it's like stuff that, and obviously every situation's different, but you know, if you have some like one thing on a record, it's like, okay. But then it's like one, two, three. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, this seems like to be yeah. like a pattern. Dude, and the thing is, is like they saw the pattern, and imagine if nobody had said anything, he'd still be working. Like, oh, if that, that video didn't come out? Yeah. It took them an extra eight days just to arrest the other three officers. Dude. And did you see that in... Hmm. I actually forget the city. But mm-hmm. it is illegal to now record a police officer. Or you get... Um, yeah, it is illegal. It was, uh, it was as of yesterday or like as of like three days ago well we gotta figure where that is because i ain't going there it is 
I want to say it was New Jersey or something. Uh, let's see. Illegal to. Yeah, that's a hard pass. And it's so crazy. I hate when the. Oh, it's Tucson. Arizona. Yeah, it's is now Ugh. it's now illegal. That now, plus the heat, that ain't a good combo. That was two days ago, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, you have an officer in pants in Arizona. He gonna be sweating. <laughs> he gonna have a short temper. Dog. I'm telling you, this is terrible. But <laughs> if I take a bet when the next one's gonna take place, that like takes over, it's gonna be on some hot ass place. Cause you, you know think? it's summertime, it's cranking up. So you these yeah. these cops are already on a bad temper. Mm-hmm. They already looking to start a problem. Looking, and he gonna be drenching in sweat, getting a sweat on the gun and shit. And just, it's gonna be ugly. <laughs> Dude, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, "You mean to tell me that it is illegal?" That's our only option, man. So if you kill somebody and I record it, you mean to tell me I'm? I, it was like jail time for. Uh, I'm gonna say it was jail time for like five years or something, and, or some, bro, like some crazy fine. Like that's what that's what I'm saying though, dude. It's like we do live in 50 different countries here. Like you go there and get arrested for filming, but then mm-hmm. if you did that in a place like Atlanta mm-hmm. or even like New York or any like major city like that, mm-hmm. that's that's our only tool, man. Because you can't fight back, you can't talk your way, you can't mm-hmm. communicate effectively like you would with just any other normal person. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have that video, you know, the fact that you could just go on live and post it up, that mm-hmm. might that might just save your life, mm-hmm. you know? Dude, like, there's there's that, and you know that they have, like, their, uh, like, body cams, too, but supposedly <laughs> what they were doing is they were, like, covering all their... Purpose, yeah, they were blocking them. And then, Put them in weird places. Yeah, and, uh, and then also on top of that, you have... Um, like, they just won't release it. So, like, somebody would die, oh, yeah. and then you'll see the body cam, like, a year ago. Like, oh, no, a year dude. later. It's Before like, you came over, uh, this guy was killed by the police three years ago in Austin, Texas, and they just released it yesterday. Yeah. Because now with all these protests and people are organizing, and now they're starting to really move on it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, people are starting to look into older cases that, you know, were just closed quickly, and they're, they're, it just sounds suspect, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know what he got pulled over for? What? The guy that got killed in Austin? Some uh, broken tele. For not dimming his headlights when he passed the sheriff. Huh? I said, that cop was looking to murder. Did, right? did he have his brakes on his I'm head? like, you know, I've never, I mean, I'm not wealthy. I've never been in a car mm-hmm. that like you dim, like either the headlights are on or they're off. Maybe he had. Maybe he had his brakes on or something, but that 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 just seemed fishy. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, when you watch the video, it's it's pretty obvious. It's just like excessive force, you know, mm-hmm. excessive force, and then it, it it elevates from there. It's like to cops, and, it, and let me say this too: I don't think cops are bad, and and they are needed. It's just that making cops being a representation of the community. Mm-hmm. That's where the lack of communication comes from. Mm-hmm. These people aren't a part of the community. They're there to quote unquote, like you said, enforce the law. Mm-hmm. Good policing happens when you're part of the community. When you look at Flint, Michigan, their chief of police came out and said, do you protest. Mm-hmm. We are here to make sure everyone is safe mm-hmm. and no one's being stupid. Mm-hmm. So as long as y'all don't be stupid, then we're yeah. going to be all right. 
Yeah. And I said, that's the way you go about it, man. Mm. It's, it, people have the right to, I mean, that's why they come to this country. They come to, so they can speak their mind and, and not have to worry about, you know, going to jail just because they disagree with the policy. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what happened in, uh, in Akron. Dang, I've been to a few protests. Like, I went to one, pretty much the first, it was, it was like a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it pretty much was the first one in Akron, because now I want to say it's, like, pretty big. Like, there no, was the I'm really sure. big one in Akron, but uh, it was by a church. And um, it was downtown Akron, and we went out to, uh, like, the uh, the police center. Like, mm-hmm. um, so we went out there and then there's like the, the, um, the courts that are connected to it also. Yeah. It's like the big, just police department, big giant. Um, and then we went out there, blocked off the whole street and like did a, you know, just like a, not a necessarily a silent protest, but I mean, it's peaceful. It's all yeah. church people for the most part. But, um, we did that and then what the cops did, which I don't mind at all like what they did was wherever we were walking they would go up like a few streets and block all the streets off mm-hmm. so that way like yeah right like people yeah like, people man. were still people were still coming down like to where to the intersections we would block off mm-hmm. um but like if they drive down of course the whole intersection is blocked off so they know what's going on so they would get out their cars and freaking some people got out their cars and walked with us and stuff like that yeah. but the cops would all they were doing was just following behind us to make sure that um, people knew that the street was blocked right. off. And that's That's, that's awesome. It. Yeah, so it was cool. Like, I get that. Cool. But the, the thing, and I told, like, a few people, too, like, the only thing that I don't really mess with, which mm-hmm. people were posting, mm-hmm. mainly because, I mean, they probably didn't know because it was, it was a lot going on. But people mm-hmm. were posting the videos of cops like walking with people. Yeah. And honestly, I think it's a sham. Why? Only because if you were really about it, mm-hmm. then first of all, you really probably wouldn't be a cop. <laughs> <laughs> and then on top of that, you would take off like your weapons that you have right and like tell your police cars that are literally following on the left and right of us mm-hmm. and behind us just in case you would tell them to also get out the cars and walk with it but were they doing that more for safety like because like no. what you're saying like taking the uh, so they the were doing, down and stuff like yeah that. but that's the thing they were so on our end they mm-hmm. were blocking off just to like so people know gotcha on the other side, which of course is everywhere, like on the news, yeah. Um, like say it would be like a chief, he'd be like, Hey, I'm gonna walk with you, right? All right, but you still got your guns <laughs> on you, you still look like he's like, I'm he's gonna ready walk, to go, right? Yeah. I'm gonna walk with you, but just know, just don't get out of hand, right? I'll shoot you, like, right. <laughs> huh? No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that, like, uh, that's the only reason why I don't mess with it. The solidarity of it, you know, it's, it's, I remember, who was it? Kiki Palmer was like yelling at this national guard, like, come on, like, if you're really one of us, have you seen that video? No. She's like, if you're really one of us, then put down your weapons and come walk with us. And that's what it is. And he goes, well, I'm, 
I've been uh, put in charge to enforce on this area. And he, she goes, that's what we're talking about. Why are you enforcing anything? Mm-hmm. We're all out here peaceful. Um, we're not here to start trouble. We're here to bring the community together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm with you, man. I mean, there's definitely a good portion of that on the cop side and just people in general. You see all those stupid videos online of people like, Hopping out of car, taking a picture real quick, hopping back in the car, like Black Lives Matter. Go, have you seen those? No. Oh, dude, go on World Star. It's hilarious. What? It's always just like really dumb, scrawny white people. Uh-huh. And they hop out of the car, and like the one girl had a, she looked like she's going to a funeral. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Like a long black dress uh-huh. and the hat, and she had like this sign, Black Lives Matter. She hops out the car, takes the, her girl takes the picture, and she goes right back in the car and they leave. Huh? I mean. So there's a lot of like that. Yeah. And it's, that's kind of like what the some of the cops are doing at the same time. It's like they do these like photo ops, but it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. but if we went digging, yeah, uh, you know, what yeah. would we find, yeah. right? And I think a way to kind of move, you know, to move this thing in the right way, when, when we're talking about evening the playing field, mm-hmm. just like how if we got in trouble, our records would be public, their records should be public too. Oh, yeah. How many encounters have you had? How many people have you killed on the job? Just so... Everyone kind of knows what's going on. Like, it doesn't make any sense that when a police officer pulls you over in your own community that you don't already have an idea of what that police officer, who that person is, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I know uh, some people said, like, an idea, like an early idea would be if a a cop has a bad interaction Mm -hmm. with somebody, whether, I mean, shoot, somebody, they kill somebody, then um, that is like some type of like deduction like from from them mm-hmm. like whatever their like pay is or something like that yeah. like of course well i wouldn't i wouldn't do it as far as killing because <laughs> mother you should go to jail <laughs> but but like just if they if they do if they wrong like right. the community and they know what they are doing mm-hmm. then i mean they should be reprimanded for right. it so i i mean that it's just evening it out like the fact that they are just not held accountable for their actions and they are above the law mm-hmm. you know they they get away with a plethora of things that your normal citizens wouldn't yeah and i just think it it almost comes back to like the mental health aspect of it like i can see their side of you know you see the worst of society all day every day mm-hmm. rapes murders deaths all that stuff and i think it's a lot to ask of any person to deal with that year in year out like, if teachers can have three months off, we should give cops, you know, you work two, three months, and you get a month off or something. Mm-hmm. Like, so that way it's not taking such that toll. You know, you could come into the police station with good intentions, mm-hmm. but you get so overwhelmed, like any job with the culture, mm-hmm. that you can really change in negative ways mm-hmm. and positive, too. But it's such a high-stress environment because it's a high-stress job. And it's not a very thankful job either, mm-hmm. but it is. It is necessary to a certain extent, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, like, how do you feel about it? Do you think there should be no police, or are you? Um, like, where are you at? So it is. It's hard to say only because things are in, like, I mean, in the community that need not necessarily policing, mm-hmm. but I mean shoot you gotta take care of people like right. somebody has somebody has to not not necessarily supervise but like keep people right. safe so if that is something that they strictly did 
then you know so be it. Enforcing law. That a lot of it is opinionated too. Yeah, like that's that's been my thing, and that's always been my thing. If I'm not physically hurting someone else, why do you gotta go to jail? Yeah, and I get when it comes like you know, tax. Like I don't know. There's a billion things you go to jail for, Mm. but to me, it's like personal harm. If you're inflicting harm on other people, that's that should be like the higher sentences. You know, I agree. I agree. I mean, so I, I personally, I don't really mess with it. Um, I mean, I see why. I guess it would seem to be needed, but yeah. I don't. I don't mess with it because, um, I mean, shoot, it's it's bigger than police. Right. Like it was. Uh, I just well, I mean, yeah. I, I've watched it before, but mm-hmm. it was J. Cole that said, uh, like there, it he was doing like an interview in a studio or something, and he said. That there is no such thing, or no, he said, uh, when it comes to cops, like, of course, there's a lot of bad cops, but like, there are, there's no such thing as a good cop. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a such thing as a good person, but you can't be a good cop when the whole system is mm-hmm. crooked. So, like, you're just a good system trying to make change to a system like this is like a good person yeah you're a good person trying to make a change to a a a police system Mm -hmm. like a whole right they get part of the culture and then when you first like go in there you might be thinking like i'm here to try to do good for the community and yada 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 but then you start learning about culture and how they have quotas and that if you don't hit your certain quotas then you ain't gonna have a job right and then it becomes more about just like any job. It's like you're just doing things so you don't get in trouble, mm-hmm. and it keeps you, you know, on the right side of the bosses, and then hopefully you get the promotion. And if you want to move up, then you got to play by the rules, yeah, and dude. and the rules are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're, I mean, I, I don't know. I've watched so much content, you know, the past few weeks, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was interesting. There's like a CBS or something like that had a news uh, segment with people from the NYPD that don't work there anymore that were non-white. Okay. So it was like former Asian, black, Latino officers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were saying how, you know, if, if you didn't have enough arrests for the week, like you're essentially told go find a homeless person. What? And, or just, you know, anything. You know, a kid riding his bike on the sidewalk, anything, just to get him in. What? Because you have to have, especially in those bigger cities, you have to get a certain amount each week or else they're going to demote you. Wow. So that's what it's talking about, a system. That's yeah. a, that is a system yeah. designed to put people in cages mm-hmm. for nothing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, like even people getting like misidentified mm-hmm. and like people serving like time for stuff that they like literally don't even know what's mm-hmm. going on like because you yeah. you gotta think even um people don't have their own lawyers yeah dude you know like what, what what was it that was um it was on netflix it was called like the central park five or yeah. something like even stuff like that yeah like, like they're free in the end but the fact that that's a movie everybody shit. is even there dog. <laughs> well yeah i mean just that whole experience itself is so traumatizing you know regardless if they ended up free at the end i mean what they went through yeah you literally you are <laughs> tricking people to you and, and not this is not all you know not even all people like you're tricking a lot of like black people to mm-hmm. 
just because you know the system or you know the system and stuff like that, and they don't, mm -hmm. you're tricking them yeah. into being incarcerated into giving up their freedom yeah, dude. because they don't know this deep lawyer language like even myself is trying to get the copyright for this i'm like how are people lawyers bro <laughs> she gave me a headache i'm dude. like so i couldn't even imagine being in the court system where you might be in jail before you even get a court date mm -hmm. you're in there for a good chunk of months mm -hmm. and then you talk to some public defender that is so overworked mm -hmm. and it, it's not that they don't care about your case. They just have too many cases that they can't care that much on just one. Mm -hmm. And so you're just part of the system and you're, you know, you go in front of the judge. You don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. The public defender doesn't know what's going on because they're so overworked. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get caught. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's why I, like, have been going to the, uh, like, protests mm -hmm. mainly just to, uh, I mean, shoot, because this is new for... Dude, this is new for everybody. So I'm <laughs> I'm like You want to talk about the perfect storm, dude. Like you couldn't write this movie any better. No. Like we get this mysterious virus world that locks everyone up for wide. months. You take away all entertainment, all distractions. And oh. that's what happened, right? So the world shuts down and all distractions are gone. Mm -hmm. Sports, music, any e entertainment you're everything. into, any any vacations you're going, done. Yeah. All that, done. And then you keep people cooped inside. Mm -hmm. And it was weird because I thought definitely, uh, what was his name? Uh, Ahmaud Aubrey. Oh, yeah. I thought when that happened, when that video came out, I was like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. I was like, that, that, that was vicious. Mm -hmm. And I really thought some of this would have started then. And it didn't really, until the George Floyd video came yeah. out, and then it popped Cause it off. Because it was so close, like, back-to-back, to, back to where yeah. people were like, all right, dog. But even, like, we were talking earlier, it's the Ahmaud Aubrey situation is very similar. That happened, like, three months before they released the mm -hmm. video. And so, that pops off, and everyone's like, this is bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, if white people can have AR-15s out front of their... <laughs> state capital because they don't want to deal with coronavirus then yeah. why can't everyone just walk down the damn street Dude. and it's a really big turning point for us because i think at first a lot of people are disappointed that 2020 wasn't going to be the year that they were thinking it was going to be mm -hmm. but i think it's changing from the year that sucks into the year that real change is happening Dude, because all that all that bullshit's gone People aren't working. They're, they're not dealing with office politics. Mm -hmm. They're not dealing with that distraction from that part of their life. Um, they've had time just kind of wipe off the work bullshit. Mm -hmm. And they're focusing on what's important. And then you turn on the news and you see this guy doing a modern day lynching. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, he's on his neck for almost 10 minutes. Yeah, dude. You know, the guy's crying out to his mom. Like, dude, you're you're obviously hurting the guy. <laughs> yeah. Like he was like, ah, you'll be all right. Like he put huh? his hand in his pocket. He's like, mm, a couple more minutes. Right. Heartless, dude. So yeah. it was really the perfect storm, and it'll be interesting. It, it's funny when people are like, man, I can't wait for things to go back to normal. I'm like, they're not. There is no. What you thought was normal, it ain't going back to that. No, definitely not. And this shit's just not gonna end in a week. Mm -hmm. It's not like everyone's like, all right, we did it. Like mm -hmm. we're going, we're going home. 
Like Flying some mounted. some people are. Some are. But well, the people that are hopping out of the cars with the quick IG posts, yeah. 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 But I really do think that the way that people are organizing these protests, and I know there's a lot of craziness from the left and from the right and all these different groups, but the fact that all 50 states, and then even overseas, mm-hmm. I mean, this is huge. Dude. This is and then you add like what's going on in Hong Kong and they've been protesting already for a year plus and mm-hmm. it, it was in it, uh, New Zealand dude they had literally a whole like road mm-hmm. was like full for I'm it, bro it seemed like a mile I'm talking about like yeah. stacked like oh, yeah. shoulder to shoulder I was like if that can happen in New Zealand <laughs> which is <sighs> What a day, like a full day ahead of us. They're like, I believe they are 18 hours ahead of us. If that can happen over there, then that goes to show you that I mean, it's it's literally a worldwide Mm -hmm. like issue. Oh, yeah, it's because it's not just happening here. I watched a video, uh, it was in England, and the cop pulls the guy over. Uh, white cop, black guy, and he straight up admits. He goes, you know why I pulled you over? Well, I've been patrolling this neighborhood for years, and I've never seen a black guy like you, so I pulled you over. What? He admitted, just because he was black, and he's never seen him in that neighborhood, they mm-hmm. pulled him over, because we got a lot of drug dealers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just because the guy has dreads doesn't make him a drug dealer. <laughs> that, that That's not... That's a correlation that people made like in the 60s with Bob Marley or some shit. Like, mm-hmm. that has been definitely disproven. There's mm-hmm. a lot of really intelligent people that have. Dreadlocks doesn't make you a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And But he admitted to it. He's like, Yeah, I'm profiling you. Like, let me search the car. And the guy's like, No, why would it? <laughs> you literally just pulled me over for no reason. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, to. Uh... To relate as far as like this year, mm-hmm. do I, I tell people all the time, especially like as far as recently, um, that like even with my own personal stuff that's like that's going on as far as like business ventures, I guess you could say. Yeah. But um like in at the end of twenty nineteen, like I prayed that in twenty twenty, like just everything would just reveal itself because i mean it's, it's 2020 so it's like careful I mean, what you wish for clear vision dude i pray <laughs> like i prayed for it that's why like a lot of people are like oh 2020 is trash it's like honestly like i'm not necessarily enjoying it but i'm here for it because like, a, you see a lot of you're seeing right. a lot of stuff that was compressed in like or suppressed in previous years oh for sure like everything well i don't even think it was suppressed it would just wasn't at the forefront because there's so many just actually i take that back it definitely was pushed to the back Mm -hmm. but we just had so many other things too right Mm -hmm. like we're all into sports we're all into everybody's work vacations and work and like Mm -hmm. and i think that's why it hit now Mm -hmm. because We've been watching the videos. Mm-hmm. And the video, ever since camera phones have been a thing, these videos have been coming out. Yeah. You know, this is not like, I love when people are like, oh, the world's ending. It's like, no, bro, we just all have cameras now. <laughs> yeah, dude. I remember telling you, like, in 13, or not 13, we were probably working together in, like, 15, we were in Montrose. 
Yeah, it was, yeah, it was fifteen. I forget the kid's name, but he it was like uh, hurricane season. He's like, "Oh, the world's ending. Uh-huh. Look at these storms." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Bro, we just never had cameras that captured a hurricane before. Dumb. That's what it is." Dumb. The hurricanes have been happening, just like the police brutality has been happening. Oh yeah, we just never had proof. Back in the day, it was written on a piece of paper from the police report from the officer that the incident occurred with, and that's what and it that's was. It, you dude. didn't get a statement from the person uh, that got arrested, and if you did, it wasn't like that was even like a viable yeah. argument to help them. It's like you mean to tell me you are going to like say what happened versus a police officer? Mm-hmm. Mm, it doesn't work like that. But now you're starting to see that that changed just because between them having cameras on them, us having cameras on us, it just need it just needs to be a level playing field. They have mm-hmm. to be they should be more accountable than civilians and they're actually way less accountable than mm-hmm. civilians. You know? And I just think when you think of solutions and this is kind of repeating some of the stuff I already said, but when you think about solutions, have a police squad that is a reflection of the community. Mm-hmm. Give officers some time off because they need it. Mm-hmm. They need a recharge, and they're not. Get- if you give that dude two weeks of PTO with what they're dealing with on a day to day, no wonder they're miserable people. Yeah, anyone would be. You see the worst of the worst of people, and then you start becoming what you see. Mm-hmm. So give them some time off, and I think those two things would be huge. And the third thing would be, and this is definitely like righting a wrong of myself, is voting. Like, mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, like, I still think the presidential race is complete bullshit. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to, like, a local level, it is important to know the people that are in charge making the decision who's going to be on the police force. Like, mm-hmm. you vote for that. You mm-hmm. vote for a lot of things that you don't really necessarily hear about on the news a lot because it's such at a local level. Mm-hmm. But this year, like, I'm signed up. I'm good to go. I'm doing my research. I already know where I'm voting at and everything. Like, I really want to get into the local election system because that's where everything starts, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it starts from the ground up and things will start moving up. Like, I love AOC. Um, you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Alexandria uh, Cortez. She's out. She's um, she's out in New York. I think I'll, I want to say Brooklyn, but that might be wrong. She's a great politician, um, and she's young. And I know that some of her bills kind of seem a little extreme mm-hmm. on the left side. But it's almost like Bernie. Like I don't agree with all of his policies, but I could just tell he has a good heart, mm-hmm. and he just wants to do good. Mm-hmm. And I can get behind that. And I want more people like that to be in the system. People that aren't just thinking from a numbers perspective or a financial perspective or, you know, how is this going to benefit myself or my colleagues? It's about building, like, a real community. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to get that when people are intimidated or scared to be around cops. You're not going to get that when the public's not informed on who runs your city, who mm-hmm. runs your town, who runs your state. Um through coronavirus, I think we really learned how important governors are. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't Is personally it? agree with a ton of Dwayne's politics, but he did a great job during coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my opinion, but compared to other states, I mean, I wouldn't Dude. want to be in Florida. I'll tell you that right now. Dude, there's <laughs> that. And uh, 
I was talking to a customer that lived in New Jersey, and mm-hmm. this was like fresh. So this was maybe like middle of March, something like that. And she said, and this is all based on what she said. Mm-hmm. I didn't do any research on it, <laughs> but um, but she seemed viable. But uh, <laughs> but down in New Jersey, supposedly they had they had it to where they have it. Um, a legit curfew. So they had right. they had a well, curfew. So it's Columbus. Well, no, they had like a legit curfew in, like since March. Like for like, Corona? Yes. So they had a they had a curfew and it was uh um it she said it was like 8 p.m. or no, she said it was either 8 or 10 p.m. Yeah. But if you're out past that, then it's a $500 fine or a year in jail. Dude, and I was like That's scary stuff. Dude. And like you like it could be like uh, depending on where you work at. Like mm-hmm. maybe you could be out later. That's kind of what they were doing. Well, they're talking about like a um, like Uber Eats and and DoorDash. Yeah. Like those people are getting arrested. Yeah, dog. And they're like, no, I'm working. And they're like, it doesn't matter. Like you're just delivering food. We're yeah. gonna arrest you, dude. And it's like the person that feels like they need to still work through that time probably can't afford that fine. Yeah. And it's like you're going to jail for what? For doing your job. And that's when it gets scary, dude. Like. I mean, I've had the conversation <laughs> with people. Martial law is not out of the question this no, year it's at not. all. It's not. And it's scary to admit, but I mean, if you're just going to be honest, and you look at places like Seattle and situations like that, I mean, and it can happen anywhere. You know, I mean, there's curfews in Ohio, and I have friends that live in Columbus, and their curfews are like eight, ten o'clock, and you can't be outside. Mm-hmm. And that's <sighs> yeah, dude. I that's mean... when things start getting blurry. It's like so. So as a American citizen, do we have the right to freedom, to real freedom? Like if we want to go outside and get sick and get this deadly coronavirus mm-hmm. and all this stuff, like do we have that option? Mm-hmm. And I, it's hard to say because it's like no one was prepared for this. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like we could have been prepared by February, but our quote unquote leader mm-hmm. didn't want to jump on it so March. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I will say being down Such in. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do you see him hold the Bible, dog? <laughs> he didn't look like he's like. Dog. And they're like, "Is that your Bible?" He's like, "It, it's a Bible, dog." And the pretty thing, good. And the thing is, on top of that, my only question is, so I already know the answer, uh-huh. but the question is why? Like why? It was a, it was a fuck you. Because yes. what what it was is all these protesters there, right? And they're starting to get a little rowdy. But kind of like what you're explaining. Like, mm. yeah, they might have been throwing some water bottles. But, I mean, these guys are, like, in full riot gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the H2O is not going to kill them. <laughs> so, uh, the I don't, I don't want to say the protesters because there wasn't the protesters. Mm-hmm. Some extremist uh, lit the church on fire that he had, took the picture in front of. And I guess that's a very historic. Lit the church on fire, like, recently? The pit where Trump went to go take that picture in front uh-huh. of that church, they lit on fire the night or two prior. Oh, okay. and it's a very historical church. Okay, uh, like essentially, like every president goes there for mass or something like that. Yeah, and so you know, if you're a Trump fan, they spun it like you know, he just wanted to take a picture in front of the church to make it seem like you know, America's still going to stand strong, even with blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But when you watch it. <laughs> mm-hmm. and 
it, it was just more fear-mongering. Yeah, dude. That's what it was. I mean, it was like, look, if we want to get you guys out of here, we will. Here's some rubber bullets, and here's some tear gas, yeah. and get out of here. And then he comes out with his full staff, mm-hmm. takes the most absurd picture. Mm-hmm. You know this brother ain't read a damn word of the Bible. Bruh, bro, they said... It's, so, I was talking to... um. Shoot, when I was down in Columbus this past weekend, <laughs> they said that they asked him, what is your favorite verse? Yep. And he was You ever like, seen the video? I didn't see the video. It's I'll, We'll pull it up after, dude. It's so <laughs> funny because you can tell he he knows this is about to be a dumbass answer. And so he starts ranting like, it's, it's a great book and there's just there's too many. Dude. There's too many. I can't even. <laughs> didn't they say supposedly like, what's your favorite, like the Old Testament or the New Testament? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he says something about like he likes them the same. Mm-hmm. He, dude, he's not a Christian. Duh. Look, he th- this guy is not a religious person. Okay, he was banging kids with Epstein. It's <laughs> been out there, yeah. like it has been. Mm-hmm. Look, Epstein, Epstein didn't come upset, by the way. Really, uh, <laughs> between Clinton and Trump, there are so many pictures of them with Epstein. Actually, uh Anonymous released the legal documents tying Trump to Epstein with a bunch of sexual uh, assault cases against really? children. It's crazy. Dude. We're, we're, so, Allegedly. Well, okay, so I feel that. But like, my thing is, is like, where are they released? Because I saw their video. Where are they releasing their stuff at? Just like anonymous. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the stuff on happens 4chan. on the dark. Yeah. It happens on the dark web, and then it kind of gets out to those other outlets. Okay. Um, and then like social media, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I saw them off uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. someone posts them on Facebook. So, I mean, you look through them and they're real legal documents and it just shows the power of money. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that they are so filthy rich that they have these full court documents. The proof is right there mm-hmm. with, you know, names and ages and, you know, what was accused and the whole oh, shebang. Really? The whole shebang, man. But because they are wealthy, not rich, but wealthy, mm-hmm. it slides under the rug. And no one gets in trouble. And the only reason Epstein was murdered is because he was going to blow the lid off the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Look, these people don't have morals. The They put off a public image. Like, I, I died when Biden uh, told Charlemagne that if you... You're not black if you vote for Trump or whatever. Dude, yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that was... And hear me out on this. <laughs> that was a moment of honesty. Mm-hmm. Now, tr- now Biden's camp is gonna put this thing together about everyone's equal and blah blah. blah. No, that moment you got to see the real Biden. Mm-hmm. If you vote for him, you're now black. I mean, that's how. That was like his honest moment, mm-hmm. you know, and. Uh, that's how that's how it works, man. These people are not like these glamorous folks that they try to present themselves to be. They're people too, but the thing is that they have so much power and influence that when they mess up, just like the cops, they're not held accountable. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to go through the same procedures that everyone else does, and that's why those things manifest. I mean, you have what is it, Prince Andrew, that the FBI is trying to get to come to the United States because they know that he's part of it too. I mean, this oh, goes deep, man. This is some of the most powerful people in the world mm-hmm. was part of the sex trafficking ring. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's interesting to think, like, what would happen if he didn't get murdered? 
Like, do you think? I don't think he would have bust. I don't think he would have told, man. I really don't. I mean, if he was able to keep it together that long, I just don't think Epstein was gonna break. I mean, I, so I came into like that at least his involvement like pretty late. Yeah. Um. I yeah, because I I didn't know like beforehand. Well, I, no one I knew who he was. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention to him. Yeah. But um. But oh, I I did my like research on everything, and I mean, who's who's to say that he wouldn't? But well, a lot, there's a big speculation that he was uh, intelligence, like he was a CIA person. But essentially, uh, what he did in a nutshell, yeah, his job was to get powerful people to do stupid shit, and then he would hold that over them in order to get what he wanted. Mm-hmm. So he would take, you know, a bill. Bill Clinton allegedly to an uh, island filled with underage girls. Let's mm. not go wild. Mm. Not fucker do coke. Let him bang a bunch of underage girls. And then if you don't do what Epstein needs you to do, mm. or whoever Epstein's working for or whatever, then all this is going to come out. And we're going to mm. ruin you. And that's, that's what it is. That's the whole game. Mm-hmm. So everyone's doing shady shit. It's just about if it comes out or not. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that for sure. Mike, what kind of person are you to, like, like, especially when you're famous Mm -hmm. and you could probably get girls the, I mean, you don't have to do too much. I mean, (laughs) you know, they already know who you are. They want to get with you. Like, why you got to go to a private island and rape kids? Like, I just. (laughs) Because it is just. It's a power thing. Yeah, it's a power thing. And on top of that, yeah, it's, it's an ego thing. And then also on top of that. I mean, it is just, it is an unfortunate, I mean, it's, take it how you want it, but I mean, it's just like, it's it's just a sinful thing. And on top of that, I mean, it, it's a lot of like evil in this world. So it's just, it's right. like evil. Like once you get up to a certain point, mm-hmm. it is just, there's no positivity up there. Well, they know that they're immune. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're going to work the system and. I mean, shit, dude. Epstein went to jail. Did you know about this the first time? Mm-hmm. All right, so he was caught. I mean, red-handed. FBI was investigating him. The whole shebang. Mm-hmm. Get sentenced. The FBI agent that kind of like blew the thing up uh, said that he asked, like, why was the sentence so low? Because... Epstein was above his pay grade, was the explanation. So instead of getting charged with prostitution, Mm -hmm. he got charged with something like, I don't know, inappropriate with a minor or something. Had to go to jail for two months or something like that, a Mm -hmm. couple months, but got to leave 14 hours a day. Huh? Yeah. So he would like pretty much just sleep in jail, Mm -hmm. but even sometimes he wouldn't even do that. So you want to talk about privilege. So he gets his charges reduced down so much. And I didn't even know you could do that with jail. Mm-hmm. Like it's a hotel. Like you can just kind of come and go. Yeah. It's like, I'll do a six hours yeah. like by 10 or something right. like that. I'll you see know? you all tonight. <laughs> Might not, but. <laughs> we'll <laughs> but see. I'll let you. <laughs> keep a bear warm. Right? <laughs> so it's like, how do you think that person. I mean, I think when you're in as deep as he was, you're not really changing your life. I don't think jail is really going to make you change your life no. anyway. But. You know, what did you think was going to happen when you let this fool essentially prove to him 
that he is above the law mm-hmm. because of his connections and because of his wealth. You know? This is a crazy thing, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, it is crazy, but that is more so, at least for me, and I'm still kind of like trying to figure out what um, is the correct route to go. But, like, you know, there's protesting against... Some people are protesting against the police, mm-hmm. but the main thing to know is that it is more so really just protesting against the whole system. Because, like, police, cool. But it's it's protesting against the system because, I mean, that is what has to change. And it's, like, the people up at the top. Like, they have right. to be ready and know that there is, like, change on the way. That's the thing, though, man. It's, like, at the top... I would love for it to be that way. But what you have right now is you have Trump, and we know the result of that because mm-hmm. we're living it. And instead of the Democrats going for the Trump of Democrats, and I'm not saying, like, Trump rhetoric and things of that nature, but, you know, Bernie. I mean, someone that's, you know, as Trump is very far right, then Bernie's far left. You got mm-hmm. Biden, which is really just telling the American people, we can go back to the old way of things. Like, mm-hmm. we can go back to just doing shady shit, not telling you about it. At least Trump's a little bit more upfront about it. Yeah. But, you know, I think if we want real change, it's not going to go from the top down. It's going to go from the bottom up. I and that's why I'm really pushing people to get into their local politics because then mm-hmm. those people will start moving up. And then you start voting local, state, and at the federal level, like what you're saying, man, I think when you get to certain places in life, like, like your perspective's just different, bro. Jeff mm-hmm. Bezos ain't thinking the same way today as he was 20 years ago mm-hmm. when he was in a little cubicle putting Amazon together. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you're going to have a different view of the world when you're a world runner, you know, but, yeah. you know, if you want people to work in Amazon, <laughs> yeah, they need to be alive and not filled with coronavirus or beaten to death by a cop so yeah it's like when people say like rich people want to kill the poor i don't believe that man yeah. because if you kill the poor who's going to do all the work for the rich people mm, touche you know what I mean? yeah the rich people don't want to work that's why they just put their money into it and let other people work yeah so i don't think it's a it's a death thing it's is this a control thing yeah i mean that's literally all it is mm-hmm. ever since like you know, people have came over and more so, like, took over the original people that were here mm-hmm. and just changed the whole system, especially at that point in time when, I mean, slavery was a usual thing. Yeah. Like, the uh, I was looking it up, and the whole idea of the police was created to, like, police the slaves. Mm-hmm. So... What makes you think that, like, the mantra has changed over right. time? So, I get it. You definitely gotta... I don't, it, like, it's it's hard because, I mean, I like I said, it's, it's fresh to me. So, I definitely want to find out at least, like, like you said, the correct... Well, there's not really correct steps to take. But, like, some steps to Just take that informed. would actually, like... All right. Being informed. Something. Like, the only way we're going to get people that represent the community that they are you know policing or that they are um serving is for us to be informed to get those people into those positions Mm. um and that's when when we're going to see real representation and real change like you can't expect 
people that have been in the same position forever or in in that realm and have never really experienced the african-american way of life or the Mm. hispanic way of life in america like i'll never understand what it's like to cross the border and try to become an american i don't know what that's like and Mm. and someone that went through the steps and became a legal citizen like if you're in a place like texas that has a lot of immigrants i mean you need to have some mexican representation Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and instead of trying to fix problems, I feel like a lot of times in America, we just put a Band-Aid on it. For sure. You know? And it's like, just address the shit. Like, figure it out. It's, nothing's like, nothing's impossible to figure out. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the stuff that's going on now can have like, a lot of positive ramifications. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happens with these things, like, even kind of compared to, like, Occupy Wall Street, like, that really died out. It, it started off as, like, this really interesting movement, and then it just kind of got ran over with with some fuckery, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's important with this that that doesn't happen. For sure. And you I know? don't think it will. Like, I don't think so either. I There's mean, too many people. Dude. There's, the fact that every state in the country is, is protesting says everything. Every single state. And that's what I hate about politics, bro, because they're like, we're going to pull this, we're going to pull that. It's like, bro, if all 50 states, what do you think we want? Yeah. What do you think we want? <laughs> Are you stupid? No, you're not stupid. You guys just don't want to react to what's happening. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. It's frustrating. But it's also important to know that, like, you can't take on the world's problems. And that's been, I think, the hard part with all of this. Because it's like corona, police brutality, equality. Like, it's just like every couple months we have like this new crazy cause, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it's just figuring out like where you can help and where you can be effective and then like not letting it consume you to the point that it like really damages your mental health. For sure. You know? For sure. And that's why like it, it, it was literally just a short period of time. Mm-hmm. But dude, that's why I just, I had to like take a, a little day to kind of, mm-hmm. to kind of, Actually, I had to take a couple days. But just to, I don't know, come back into, like, just the right mind of thinking. Mm -hmm. Because it was just, it was so much that literally happened in one day. Every morning, morning I'd wake up and it would just be, like, 10, 20 videos of just, like, you know, this cop knelt with the protesters. This cop. Punched a chick in the face. Dude. <laughs> this cop was slashing tires. <laughs> You're just like, oh my and then, god. But then I, I mean, and then on top of that, it's the stuff that you look like. I just, I do a lot of research as far as just, I don't know, just eye-opening stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's it's everything from what you just said down to do the the cops. Um, Pulling up with the uh, the bricks and laying out piles of bricks yeah. for people. Yeah, I did. Like, wh- what? Sorry about Tyson. Dog. Yeah. Like, what would... And then people still want a peaceful protest. Yeah. You could leave bricks up and down a major city and people still want a peaceful protest. But there's a small group of uh, group that will take advantage. You know, will take advantage of things like this for their personal gains. My favorite video of looting by far is in Cali. Uh-huh. Is a white kid looked like me. Looks like a scrawny tall white kid. Uh-huh. And he's running out of the van store, dude, with like like five, six and, boxes. And sees the cop. And he sees the cop. <laughs> he just drops them all and starts running. 
Dude, I saw one. Uh, I saw one yesterday. <laughs> I saw one yesterday where there was a lady, um, like casually walking out of like a J.C. Penney's or like a Coles or something, like straight mm-hmm. out like where the Dominicans are. Yeah, she's walking straight out with bags, <laughs> and it, like the, the glass is all cracked, like destroyed and everything. And there's a news lady facing them, and they're recording her walk out with the bags and everything. And the lady's like. And you can see behind there's some loop. Well, I mean, I, I sure do hope that is an employee. I did see that. I was that. like, yeah. What? Because the employee's <laughs> going to go in there. Dog. Come on, dude. I'm pretty sure that's an employee. She works there. I saw the badge. It was almost like when Kobe died and the, you see, like, is on CNN. And so instead of calling them the LA Lakers, uh-huh. she blurted the LA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> like, but it's, it's stuff like. It's stuff like that where I'm like, it's just a slap to the face. Oh, repeatedly. So it's like, okay. Repeatedly, yeah. So, so I see why, I just, I mean, I see why this is as big as it well, is. Because yeah, because the news is giving, would give that lady the benefit of the doubt. Dude. But if a black guy walked out of there with no bags, what was he doing in there? Right. Dude. It's like, man, th- and this is the bigger thing is, it's not a, as much as like the media wants to make it about race mm-hmm. it is not about race man. No. it's all about class mm-hmm. and we're not i don't think like the middle to lower classes like give us all your money billionaires we just want a, a level playing field more mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah i mean it's two things it's the it's a level playing field and then also it is so it's like class equality mm-hmm. but then it's also i mean it's it's a little bit race because it's as far as like black equality or we'll say, I guess they're saying people of color, but mainly it's like black equality right. to really white people. Right. So I mean, it's it's two things going on, but but well, yeah. that's the other thing too. And people think of white supremacy, they think of KKK, they think of which which are which is valid. Yeah, for sure. But and I've kind of like come to this in the past few days. Like white supremacy is really the fact that the vast majority of people that run the wealth in this country are white. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're talking about, white supremacy, is that white people control. Mm-hmm. They they control the money. They control how these corporations operate. You know, I saw this really great post that was just running through. It was like 100% of, of, you know, billionaires are white or 90%. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and, it just, and it's just like all these stats are just, you look at it and you go, what the hell? Mm-hmm. But hopefully some changes are coming. Like, I saw the Reddit uh, co-founder, uh, Serena Williams' husband, step down and wants... I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. He stepped down and he wants to have a black man, like, fill, fulfill his position. Because he's like, how am I going to look at my black daughter and not have any black people, like, on my board and stuff? I feel you. You know? I feel you. Yeah, I mean, it, stuff is definitely... Stuff is definitely on the way. Like, you can... You can definitely see it. I mean, it's like every day there's now some new changes. I mean, yeah. mostly for the better. I mean, they're trying to put bills through and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Like I said, like it's just, I, I try to not take sides. I just kind of look at what's happening and mm-hmm. and, and go from there. But like this one's a hard one because yeah. it's like, yeah, it's hard to be on the cops. Yeah. <laughs> But I see their perspective too of like just dealing with the worst of the worst all the time. You don't get, they don't get the time off they need. They don't get the like that's another thing. They should get have mandatory 
therapy that they have to go to. Mm-hmm. Like you can't tell me the vast majority of cops don't have PTSD, yeah. whether they're a former military or stuff that they've experienced on the job. And the way we get better policing is have it be a reflection of the community, and then make sure making sure we're taking care of those people because they're taking care of the community. Mm-hmm. You know, but that fucking guy in New York cracked me up. Yeah, bro. I because that NYPD is one of the most vicious police forces yeah. there is in America, dude. And they, I mean, they have the hip-hop police unit. I mean, they just be looking yeah. to lock up people of color. He said, you treat treating us like thugs. Dugs and dogs. <laughs> huh? That's one of those look in the mirror situations. It's like, yeah, we'll stop when you stop. Like, when you're on the, when you're, when the people that are under you are on the radio saying, shoot them, fuck them up. Mm-hmm. You know, don't do that on the radio. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you're part of the problem, man. Yeah. Because if they came to your house to do the same, that, that's what it all comes down to, man. All this shit comes down to, if you were in that person's shoes, would you want that to happen to you? No. Mm-hmm. And we all just live life like that better, our whole world, world would change, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I just hope that the, like, because we're all together, you know, and there's, um, like, politicians and, and, well, there's some politicians that are, like, together um with us but um but the main thing is is i just want to like i I would hope that the media changes which it wouldn't but i hope the Mm -hmm. media would change like just what they distribute right because they know when it really comes down to it like i was shoot i was talking to uh let me see how to word it i was talking to Okay, so I, I was talking to a dentist this morning, and um, and she was saying that like, I mean she's she's white, so um, she was saying that her dad like just mainly watches the news, mm-hmm. and so you know with doing that, first of all, I mean the news is it literal trash, up, yeah. and then on top of that, like the first thing that she told me. Which is, I mean, it, which is based off of what he watches. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, uh, oh, yeah, you know, like, a couple weekends ago, I went to, like, a couple, like, protests. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple pe- peaceful protests. And she was like, the very first thing that she even said was she was like, uh, you weren't one of the looters, were you? I was like, huh? <sighs> yeah, that's someone that watches the news a lot, yeah. for sure. So it's stuff like that where you're, you're like, judgment mm-hmm. is all off so instead of like trying to bring everybody together they're still oh, yeah. trying to they create the divide yeah because all they do is run propaganda Dog. i mean think about it man if we were not dealing with this stuff right now it'd be the midst of a political election man i mean that's what we'd be focusing on if there wasn't corona going on right now mm-hmm. and all this stuff like it would have been the you know the president presidential race and <sighs> <laughs> Dude. You know, it's just like, oh. It's... But with that, it's like if you focus on one network, if you only watch Fox or you only watch CNN, mm-hmm. you're not going to get a well-rounded view of what's going on because they're on teams. Yeah. And that's the big problem with this is like, kind of like back to the Antifa thing. Like, they're like, well, the extreme right is so terrible, but you're not any fucking better. Yeah, dude. When you do the same things that they do, you're not any better. You're the same thing. You might think you're on the right side Mm -hmm. but you're just on a side you're not trying to actually resolve anything Mm -hmm. you're just trying to win one for the team and uh 
Yeah, man. I, I mean, I think as things are changing, the vast majority of the population knows what's up. You know, yeah, it's just really sure. the people in power they're trying to hold on to this. For sure, dude. They're trying to fl- dude, trying, they're trying to, to flip, flip it, it and use it to their own advantage. Yeah, and dude. You see what ha- uh, came out about Biden? Mm, like there yeah. is this Zoom call with all, you know a bunch of people from his staff, uh-huh. and like the head person of his staff, they're like, you know, what's our game plan? He goes. We're keeping Biden in the basement. Like, Trump just keeps digging himself in a hole. And if we get Biden out there, he's just going to dig himself in a hole. Mm-hmm. So his best course of action is to not say shit. Oh. And he, like, admitted, like, his team admitted, like, yeah, Biden's really not going to come out and say too much because Trump's just screwing himself so bad at this point. Yeah. that. But he is the king of spin. And mm-hmm. I don't mean that as a compliment. But I don't know. What do you think is going to happen? Who do you think will uh, win the the election this year dude honestly so i would doesn't s- feel good does it? no because like it, either way at the end of the day i it don't mess with either right well biden put a lot of those bills in place that helped mass incarceration and all these you know uh him and clinton were really big on that one two three thing back mm-hmm. in clinton's or bill clinton's presidency mm-hmm. you know the three strikes are out rule. yeah um, so yeah, Biden has a terrible track record mm-hmm. of this stuff going in and the dementia is not going to help either. So. Dog. <laughs> Dude, it, he, um, what was it? Uh, he did a, he did an interview. Oh my goodness. He did an interview the other day on like CNN. Talking about the one he farted or the one he just rambled? No, the one where he the oh, one no. he farted was great. <laughs> no, no, it was um, it was uh, it was on like a Good Morning America mm-hmm. or something like where where uh, it was all women. Yeah, and they were talking to him about like his previous allegations of like, mm-hmm. or not even allegations like his previous like rape charges. Yeah, or like underage charges or something like that, and they just said like are you willing to, like, apologize for that? And he was literally, dude, he went, I'm talking about off on, like, a tangent. Like, I'm, he was talking about some stuff where I was like, huh? Like, what? Yeah. And he never answered the question. So it's stuff like that where I'm like. What's what politicians do? They never answer yeah. it directly. They just kind of go off, and then they talk for so long that you kind of forget what the question was. Yeah. And then you just kind of go to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's the same thing about, like, some of the debates. Like, they'll ask a yeah. question, and then they'll just, like, beat Ramble. around the bush. And yeah. it's like... Because they know that the real direct answer is not what we want to hear. Yeah. And that's why they do that, man. I don't know. I, I don't mess with If you, you look at history, like, especially our lifetime, we've, you know, the only two Republican presidents we've had in our lifetime got put in there by the Electoral College. They both lost the popular vote. Mm-hmm. And every president of our lifetime has gotten eight years. So as much as I don't want to say it, and I really hope this doesn't happen, mm-hmm. I think Trump will win again. Because he is the king of spin, man. I mm-hmm. mean, when it comes to rape allegations, he just makes a joke about Rosie O'Donnell, gets off of it. Mm-hmm. You know, the multitude, he ran off racist, racism, mm-hmm. you know. Build a wall, kick them out. You know, they come over here Duh. and they just murder and rape. It's like, yeah, Latinos Duh. aren't the only people that murder and rape. And if they do, it's not because they're Latino. It's just because they're bad fucking people. For sure. For sure. <laughs> it has yeah. nothing to do with where they're from or the color of their skin. So yeah. it's like if he can dodge all that, I just don't see... Even with this, it's like I just don't see how he's 
not going to I mean, pull himself out. Because it's like, here's my argument, and I don't want to argue for the guy, but it's like, all right, so Biden's whole thing is like, all right, let Trump dig himself in a hole, and I'll just shut up. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, if you're president, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Trump's doing that right now. He's hiding out in the bunker. He's not really dealing with shit. Mm-hmm. But like... If we're looking for a change, then why would we go with him mm-hmm. that he's not even speaking up now? Yeah. You know? So he's not speaking up, but it is it like, okay, you would want to say, I want Trump out. Okay, right. So then Biden is going to win. So that's why he's not saying anything. Mm-hmm. saying anything. But I'd say if Trump wins, then that's how you know like that there is a right. serious that's been situation. Right, when it goes up that high, it, it's all planned out. I mean, and that's why when pe- when Trump first got in office, people were freaking out. I was like, you know, there are, like, some rules and regulations and people, like, watching him. Like, he can't just do anything on off For sure. Him. And that's why we have those checks and balances in place. Do they work the best? Mm-hmm. Not really. But he's going to make decisions that we don't agree with, but it's not like he's going to, like, blow the roof off the thing. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, just like when we're talking about the divisiveness of news. I mean, when you know, when we had Obama, at least he would bring us together. Mm-hmm. Like he would address us as one whole nation. Mm-hmm. But Trump's like, you know, that seventy-five-year-old was a member of Antifa, dude. It's like, bro, the two cops at once push a seventy-five-year-old man down to the ground. In, That's not Antifa, dude. <laughs> and then after that, tried to help him up afterwards. No, no, the cops. They, yeah, they did. Like they pushed him. They pushed him, and, and the fell. two cops that that pushed him kept walking because they were told to keep walking. And the one guy went down for a second, thinking he should help him. The other cops were like, "Keep going, keep going." Then then they got an ambulance. What? Yeah, wow. dude, it's I... it, it's it's disgusting that like he would, and that's what I'm saying. Like Obama would have tried to bring us together in a time like this, even if his policies might have not matched up with it. At least mm-hmm. he would like put up the face for it. Mm-hmm. Where Trump's just like trying to start more shit. I mean, he's just he's just looking for it, and he gets off on it, man. He just wants his name out there. Yeah. He just wants you talking about him. Yeah, yeah. That's all he wants, bro. It, it's it, I don't think it goes farther than that. Like when people think that he has like this racist, uh, like long term agenda to like divide the country. I think he mm-hmm. literally just goes off a whim, and whatever's gonna get him attention, that's what he goes for. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's. But that's not what's needed, man. It's the polar opposite Dang. what's needed. But then it's like I mean, it's the same way I felt when it was Hillary and Trump. I'm like. I voted for Hillary, but I didn't feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't walk out of there being like, man, I hope she wins. So sure. It was just like, it's more like I hope he doesn't win than it was like I hope she does win. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, it's like a it's like a lesser evil situation. Right. So it's like, well, you know? Here's my big argument, bro. Why the hell we keep getting old-ass people to run the country? Trump's in his 70s. Biden's about to be in his thousandth Dude, year of life. Joe like, Biden is 999, what? dog. Why do we think Goldmember is going to run the country? <laughs> Dude, he is, he is literally... <laughs> he's going to rip off some skin. Bruh, he's literally a brontosaurus. Like, he is a dinosaur. He's like, the last one. Like, yeah, I don't think a 29-year-old should run the country. I'm with you on that. I would say, like, between 40 and 60 is a nice range. Yeah. I mean, you got to be, what, 40 anyway? A forty is like the youngest you can yeah, be. Yeah, that's the youngest. You but can be. like, bro, when you like, if you don't trust your grandparents to make certain decisions, why would you expect someone at that same age to like be in charge of the military? I mean, it <laughs> and literally, be the base of the country. You know, it's just, it's a point of like 
power. Like, you have to get to a certain point. And that's what it is, man. That's a good point. Like, the only way you get there is through years and years and years mm-hmm. of, you know, networking and building these business relations and growing these companies and benefiting people that are already in office so then they can help you out down the road. And yeah, that's a good point. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why they get so, you end up being sold by the time you get to that yeah, position. Dude, you, know? you, you have so much power by that point where it's like, all right, you know, here you go. I'm leaving soon anyways. <laughs> You're right. You're on your way out. Do your Ford and just just go. Like Trump might be the first president that looks the same going into presidents presidency as like when he comes out. Because you know they always look like really old and shit. Oh, but yeah. he's just gonna have the same spray tan and wig on. So it's just like, Lord have mercy. <laughs> he hasn't aged a bit. Dog. He actually got younger. Ugh. Huh. Got a little more orange. But this was like my big concern, man. When he got elected, I was like. You know, maybe I just figured he'd do some Bush shit. Mm -hmm. Get us into a war we shouldn't be into. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Right. But I anticipate, like, deadly virus. It's like, what they're trying to push as a race war is just really, like, more of a class inequality Mm -hmm. fight. And, uh... It's crazy. Not saying I want to see him die, but it's crazy he hasn't been murdered, bro. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, bro, the, the like, protection. Oh, it's crazy, is, man. Is I mean, especially nowadays with, like, they got access to your phone and everything. Oh, like, yeah, if you're plotting and planning, bro, they're going to catch that shit. Instantly. You know? Instantly. And it's, I mean, it's terrible, but I get I, I get what you're saying. But, yeah, there there's just, there's too much, like, protection around it. So, that's, that's why I hope, you know, just like you said, as far as changing just like the the lower um like politicians yeah i just i hope that happens yeah man even though granted he was an actor that is not president so that is kind of like a weird situation because they could they could start from the bottom and go all the way to the top and then they could oh yeah you know, whoever that's what happened to trump yeah. arguably that's what happened with obama too i mean he wasn't i mean he had like some credentials going into presidency, well, he but was a he, senator for... he was a senator, but he wasn't like very well known or anything like mm-hmm. that. You know, he's pretty under the radar mm-hmm. until he ended up getting like the national spotlight. Yeah, like you just kind of like get plucked, and it's like, <laughs> all right, well, mm-hmm. you are now Shake it in up. the race. <laughs> right. Like, well, huh? <laughs> um, all right, let's switch it up for a second. Oh, NBA right. coming back. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna see the worst basketball professionally in the history of sports? Yes. Because I'm thinking, like, yes. you gave all these people three months off. Dude, it's just like, oh. And for them to come back, and they're like, yeah, they're going to have eight games, then go into playoffs. I'm like, oh. What? Yeah, they're only playing eight games, then they're going straight into playoffs. Because they had, like, maybe 20 to 30 games to wrap up. Oh, okay, okay, For the okay. season. So they're kind of to eight, and then just uh, diving into playoffs. It's going to be awful. Dude. It, yeah. And it's going to be awful because... Except for LeBron. LeBron is well, just always is in, in shape. But there he is right there. Yeah, shout out to shout out to the game. Sixteen, baby. Hey. So do you do you remember when there was the uh strike? Yeah. The, the NBA the, strike? Yeah, yeah. And then at that very first game back was literally 
just yeah. so terrible to oh, watch. So like, everybody was out of shape. Right. Like, nobody could dribble anymore. Dude, yeah. that mess that mess was terrible. It's gonna be like that. Oh, it's gonna be terrible. I mean shit, dude. You see uh Giannis from uh-uh. uh Milwaukee? No. Uh-uh. He came out when this all started, he goes, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't have a hoop in my house. Uh-huh. And he's like, Bro, you're the M V P last year. How do you no. <laughs> You live in Milwaukee, you bro? Live... Like how <laughs> That's like living in Ohio. Like you like LeBron has a presidential estate in Ohio yeah. because it's so cheap to build. You can do whatever here yeah. with the type of money they have. And I'm thinking it'd probably be the same thing for him in Milwaukee. It's got to be. It's got to be. Dude, you got you got all that money. Okay, you don't have a, a hoop in your house. Do you have a garage? Remember, <laughs> put the hoop on the garage and shoot the ball, bro. Like, dang. So, you know, like all these gyms are closing and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I think some of these fools are going to come back and look stupid. Dude, they're going to be terrible. They're going to be terrible. But, you know, when it comes to, like, when it comes to basketball, I, I will honestly say I just don't watch it. Yeah. I just don't. I, like, I used to, like, watch it, like, heavy. Like, I watch Braun. Mm-hmm. But, like, keep That's up. how I am, too. Yeah. I don't watch, like, all the games, but I definitely watch Braun. Yeah. I yeah. watch, watch Braun. I mean, shoot. I'm from Akron. He's from Akron. Makes me feel good. I know, right? When people are like, why are you such a LeBron fan? And I'm like, well, I love watching him play. But mm-hmm. it's also, I mean, he's just from where we're from. Yeah. You know? And anytime you're, you see someone from where you're from, like, get to the highest level Dude. of their craft, it's like, why would I not represent to that? To literally be the best in the world in basketball from Akron and then still on top of that, like, shoot, you built a whole school. Dude, he built us. Before that, though, as so many NBA players or just professional athletes get into the business, Mm -hmm. they try to get all these like fancy agents and managers. He Mm -hmm. brought his boys with him and empowered them to the point now, like Rich Paul is making huge deals and Maverick Carter is making huge, like they're making big moves. And I think that's where you have to start the like commending him is not, you know, jumping on a bandwagon. I think. That's one of the reasons he's been able to sustain where he's at for so long, you know, is because he has, like, this phenomenal team behind him that really cares for him. Mm-hmm. And then things like that escalate throughout the years into things like the school. Mm-hmm. Um, See, he was doing the bike for forever. Forever, yeah. Back in the days when he first got drafted. Yeah. And then he was doing that, like redoing um like do St. V's and stuff like yeah he, yeah he built like a couple courts in Akron which I mean they, it's in South Akron so they don't quite look the best anymore but <laughs> a little beat up yeah but like stuff like that like doing giving a St. V like all these mm-hmm. new uniforms shoot I, I think he like rebuilt the gym sure like did. I'm like man he a billion dollar I'll watch Stunner now right so. I'll, I'll, <laughs> right and getting signed for a billion I mean, hey. A billion dollars, dog? The type of <laughs> trust a brand has to have to think that like, you're never going to have like a career-ending uh, scandal no. or anything like that that's just going to like demolish you. No. Like, you're all. putting a lot of faith into anyone. I mean, I'm not just talking about him, but just like for any brand, especially like a high-caliber brand like Nike that's very powerful and has a lot of influence, mm-hmm. it's crazy that they are just like, we locking that ass down. Like, Dude. we... <laughs> Dude, a bill, a billion. I get it. I get Not it. Not bad, bro. Not bad from a kid from Akron, dude. Hey, but yeah. Other than but that, how do you feel though? Like, so say he wins this year or next year, mm-hmm. is he the best player of all time? Without a doubt. 
I mean, the per- argument is the argument would be uh-huh. he every, he won in every franchise he was at. Mm-hmm. He was able to do it on the East Coast. You know what I love about the shit too. Mm-hmm. People used to always talk shit like LeBron wouldn't handle it on, on the West Coast. He couldn't play on the West Coast. And then first year that he's there, the entire year, they're number one in the West. Dog. And a good West too. I mean, obviously the Warriors weren't yeah. the Warriors, but I mean you can't say the Clippers, yeah, the Clippers. Houston, and like. I mean, they're solid teams. Duh. Yeah, no, I think he's the best currently. Oh, like, and you gotta, you gotta word it correctly because as far as like the best player, without a doubt, mm-hmm. because he can the, do it all. He can literally, pl- he can pass, bound, everything, everything, dog. dude. Like he is beating people in their own cat. Like he's right. beating point guards in their own categories. And he's not even a the boy guard. guard, dog. What? <laughs> you mean to tell me you're beating me in steals, <laughs> rebounds, it's every assists, category, and you're one player, dog? Right. Come on. Yeah, he's he's the best, dude. He is the best because, and this is I want to say it was well like 2006 or 2007 mm-hmm. when he took the Cavs. Yeah, dude, to the finals. Granted, granted, they got swept. They got dismantled. Yeah, but San Antonio was like yeah. an elite dynasty. For sure, but point. still, LeBron took Booby Gibson. Mo Williams. And Mo Z. and what? Z and Verizal. I want to say like Larry Hughes was yep. on there. Yep. To the champion? Bro, this is, Bro, this he is the Cavs. He did that in uh, 18, or no, in 17. Was that his last year in Cleveland? Uh, Whatever his last year in Cleveland was, when he like, I mean, he did have love, but like, yeah, I want to say it was seventeen because it was the the year after, but still, I mean, that was that was when like the Cavs were like literal trash. Oh yeah, like in sixteen when we won, like uh, we were solid. I mean, we were good. We were good either way. Well, we were pretty decent either way. We were good. I mean, we yeah. had Kyrie. Love was still doing, mm-hmm. like, producing well. It seemed like towards the end there, Love was just over it. Yeah. Well, He's still shoot, over it. He's he like, why his, am I still here? He got his whole freaking arm yanked. Right? I know. That was messed up, dude. Man, but... But, yeah. No, he's he's the best, dude. He took the... He, shoot. And then he literally left. After going to the championship, he left, went down to Miami, and literally destroyed. Ah, I'm gonna say destroyed. Destro- no, I'm saying like as far as getting to the like championship as many times as that. Oh yeah, like he uh, and that sense that's for fantastic. sure. Fantastic. You know, I think it was like a growing pain situation, but no, nah, he's he's great. Oh yeah, that's my uh, yeah, dude. That's my vote. That's for my sure. vote on Brian. I like it, dude. How deep are we? Oh yeah, we almost had two hours. Hell yeah, bro. Hmm. Well, shit, is there anything you want to let the people know? Any new music coming out? Any new projects? Um, hmm. So there's always <laughs> new music coming yeah. out. Um, but, I mean, as far as, like, projects, like, for me, mm-hmm. there is, but in due time. Yeah. Because, like, dude, I, I just, I listen to so much music and running, like, a whole, like, audio curating radio station i guess you say or like a music podcast mm-hmm. so of all just like music people will probably never hear yeah or That's if you, what's up. yeah or if you hear it like you, you will hear it but it's gonna be like it'll probably be like 
five years for you here, <laughs> something like that. So doing that, like I, I, um, I just like opening up people's minds. Yeah, to put them on some new stuff. Just mute like actual good music, cause I, I mean, I just grew up in like around just good music. Yeah. So, I like doing that, and then as far as like my project that I would release, like production wise. It would be, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, I already have two tracks for it, mm-hmm. but this is two tracks over, like, three years Yeah, that are for it. And they are, I don't know. I just don't think people are ready yet. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. Where can people find you at? Well, actually, really only in two spots. So, Instagram-wise, mm-hmm. um... Like my artist, or my, more so like my producer, like creative name, mm-hmm. I guess you can say, is Theo. Like it was always, my producer name is Theo, but now it has, it's just translated into everything music wise. Yeah. But brand wise, it's the session. And it's, um, it will probably change, but if you just Google the session, it's everywhere. But it's gotcha. the session, like Instagram is the session sounds. Um, because the regular the session was taken yeah and then uh on like soundcloud which you like would easily find yeah um it's you could just search like the session and it, nice. i mean it's it's everywhere hell but, yeah but yeah man it's all it's all just feel good curated audio hell yeah so man people need it right now man dude i'm telling you hey and that's why i do it yeah so, so yeah, that is a, that's a little, a little smidgen of me. Yeah, for sure, yeah. man. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. Hey. Uh, I definitely have to do it again sometime. Great. But, uh, but yeah, man, thanks for coming through. Man, I appreciate bro. you. Of course, man, my dog. Of course. My dog, Steve. Mm. Peace. Back at it again. Where the millennial thoughts, <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> but, yeah, man, appreciate it.